I had always had a passion for photography, so that was a fun way to use that creative outlet and try something new. What's up, pals, and welcome back to another episode of The Passion Project. I'm your host, Hallie Smith, visual storyteller and creator on TikTok and YouTube. I hope that this podcast can inspire you to step out of your comfort zone and into your passions so that you can live a truly fulfilling life. The best part about it is, is we're on this journey together. So let's go. Welcome back, my podcast beans. It is another episode today, and I'm really excited about this one because da, 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 it is our first guest. Her name is Nikki Hannaway. She's one of my good friends who is also a content creator. She is the co-founder of an account called Crave Clee. So that's C-R-A-V-E-C-L-E. Crave Clee was created to share the best places to eat, drink, and explore in Northeast Ohio. I think that Nikki is a beautiful example of what we talk about on here with, you know, having a niche, but also being able to still stay true to your passions, explore and try different things. Their account focuses on small businesses. That's what they're passionate about. They're passionate about small businesses. They're passionate about food, but they also share everything to do in Northeast Ohio. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I think that this episode is a really good one. Oh, by the way, this is my first time ever doing a podcast interview, so bear with me. I think I did pretty good for my first time. Last thing I wanna say is that Crave Klee has been recognized by the Cleveland scene as one of the top Instagram accounts to follow in Cleveland. So they really are crushing it. If you take a look at their page, you're gonna wanna go do some fun stuff. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Okay, welcome Nikki to the show. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Good. You are officially our first guest. So welcome to the Passion Project. Thank you. I'm so honored. So I know I gave you guys a little rundown on Nikki in the intro, but something else that I wanted to point out, Nikki is also one of my friends, but she's one of the most genuine creators. She's as genuine as they come. And you'll find that as we talk through the show. And another reason I wanted to bring her on is because I think She's done such a great job of being in a niche, but also keeping it broad and fun. So Nikki, give me a little introduction of your own because I gave you one before, but let's hear it in your own words. Yeah. So I'd say Crave Please started off really just as like a food account. So that was back before TikTok was even a thing. It was Instagram. So I was just sharing out content on different food spots all around Cleveland. And then when the pandemic hit, TikTok became where everyone went. So Mm -hmm. I started doing just takeout videos even, uh, like getting restaurants, takeout and showing what it looked like for when we could get back in person. Mm -hmm. And from there, it really started off as food, but I've tried to expand to do other fun activities in Northeast Ohio. And there's just so much content and so much stuff Mm -hmm. to do that it's really fun to share with everyone. Yeah. So it started with food. And now, now that you're branching out, what was it? that made you want to start branching out from food? Honestly, I think it was just me doing things with my friends and thinking, hey, maybe I should make a video of this. Mm -hmm. I know I normally do food, but I'm going to get friendship bracelets with friends. So maybe I should make a video of this or Mm -hmm. I'm going, I remember you and I did stuff in the fall where we were going to just different places and showing like haystacks and like cornfields, stuff like that to show like 
here's some cool stuff. Like as the weather is changing, I feel like especially Cleveland in summer is just mm-hmm. amazing. So like finding things like to float on the river, do just activities, get out yeah. and about and enjoy it. Yeah, your page is basically the one-stop shop for everything <laughs> Cleveland. So anybody, if anybody is from Cleveland or you're visiting Cleveland, Northeast Ohio, Nikki's page is the place to go. And and like you said, yeah, we did some collabs. Those were super fun. The inspired by my outfit. Um, those were really aligned because I love doing food stuff too. Um, but you talked a lot about how it really boils down to things you are truly interested in and doing things that are fun for you and sharing them with other people. So what would you say, where did the passion come from? Like, what are you most passionate about? About Because, you know, this we call the passion project for a reason. We like to talk about what what are the things that truly light our hearts on fire. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I think for me, it kind of, again, started out with food where I was new to Cleveland. Now I'm coming up on like five or six years here, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that's already come by, but I was new to Cleveland and I needed to figure out places to eat. And I feel like you are either brand new and you don't know where to go. So you go to the same spots or mm-hmm. you live there for a long period of time and you're kind of in a rut. So you go to the same spots and you don't try anything new. And that's where I feel like I see the people saying there's nothing yeah. in Cleveland. Yes. And like, you have to like expand your horizons, try different things out, see what's going on, like hear what's going on in the news or like, are there new places opening up? Check those spots out. So Mm -hmm. that just like helped me to start trying new places and trying new brunch spots or going and doing different activities. And then I think really with the pandemic, it made me realize that like the businesses, that's where I really learned that I was just like really caring for, especially for small businesses. They're going through so much. I remember Mm -hmm. thinking like around small business Saturday, I started doing more just like Cleveland t-shirt shops and stuff like that, which isn't food. But again, I wanted to support Mm -hmm. these local businesses that have been going through a lot. And that expanded to meeting just a lot of really cool businesses and being able to do different things like float the river or doing hydro bikes. I like one of the coolest things, I just had a conversation. I had gone to like Ashbula County, super like kind of far from where I am now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that was again, like a riding basically a floatable bicycle on the river. And that was something very different, but it performed really well. And what I heard actually back from the owners, they said that they had been booked and it's a good, like, I think 45 mm-hmm. minutes away. So it's not like yeah. it's just a quick hop, skip and right. like jump away. Yes. They were saying that like people were coming in and booking it because of the video. So that's mm-hmm. just so cool. I love with TikTok. I feel like it's so much more action oriented. Yeah, I think I do. I do agree. I think TikTok is very, you know, people look stuff up because they want to do it. So that's the beauty of being able to show authentically something that you enjoy doing because you're having fun doing it. Yeah. And that, that just, you know, takes it a step further and people can see themselves doing it themselves. I liked how you said, I think it's interesting. People do get stuck in that rut. I think that carries over to other things as well. I talk a lot about stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think what you did, you know, going out and exploring all these different places to show other people, that was kind of you stepping out of your comfort zone too. Yeah. Um, because I know I do that. I do, you know, I have even being here, I just moved to Florida, St. Pete. Like I've found a few places I like, but I'm like, okay, I got to try something new. Even just like from a content perspective, like trying out different forms of content. Like I remember... Mm-hmm. When I first started out on TikTok, I was pretty much just doing the like trending songs and like saying right. like where the location was. But 
then trying to expand even to like voiceovers, which I still get nervous about because mm-hmm. I'll mispronounce or I'll say a word wrong and they would love to comment on you said yes. that word. So yes. Wrong. Like, oh my gosh, the trolls you? are I'm great. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I guess it technically still drives engagement and there's just, it's fun to do the digital storytelling. But again, it is mm-hmm. nerve wracking to try different pieces of content. But I think that you get stale if you're doing the same, like, start finish middle like part all the way through because mm-hmm. then it's like oh how do I make my content exciting how do I expand yes. it longer or shorter yes. or I just don't want to get in that rut right yeah I want to dive in more into what you said about digital storytelling because I think that's something not everybody realizes that everything is a story and I know I have some listeners who who are aspiring content creators so I think that can be helpful to them as well but talk a little bit about digital storytelling and how you can tie that into your content and like everything you're doing because that's something I do as well yeah I think it's so important I think I mean my background was that I went to college and I got a marketing degree. So I think mm-hmm. through just like my own like nine to five job, I've learned just the value of sharing that story of like, what, what are you trying to share out? Like what product is it? Or what, like, what are you trying to share? If it's like your day in the life, it's important to really tie in, like share information about yourself, but share stuff that you think mm-hmm. would be interesting to other people. I yes. think this is like not apples apples, but I know like if I have to write a press release or something like that, or pitch a media person about a product, what's the most important thing to share? Like, what do you want to come out of it with this story? So I took that a lot into just like storytelling with talking about different restaurants saying like, Hey, have you been to this place before? Mm -hmm. It's the oldest restaurant in Cleveland. Like just fun little anecdotes that I think just really entice it. Or what did you like about the place? um what like who are the people you met like Mm -hmm. people make such an impact even if it's like your server or something like yeah you can say like hey I love Trevor Trevor was amazing yeah with your content and with some other food content I've seen is you don't even have to tell a story exactly of what was happening sometimes people are telling you know any type of story so I think that's cool how you add that little personal touch in there and I do think that's what makes your videos stand out Definitely. And it's, it's hard. It takes time to figure out the digital storytelling for me, what's worked best, honestly, especially with even just doing voiceovers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll like, I'll create my video. And then after I've made it, I'll type it out in word. Like, like, what do I want to say? And then that's where I'll try and time it up to certain parts in the video to again, story. But for me, sometimes I can ad lib it, but a lot of times to get less filler words and just the whole story together. Right. Really keep people engaged the entire time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's a good tip. If anybody is trying to become a content creator, you're making videos, or if you just want to tell your story, um, I think that's a great tip for anyone. Uh, So what would you say? I think this is something that a lot of content creators go through, but what would you say personally or professionally was the biggest struggle you've overcame being a content creator? I think it's timing and consistency. I see this mm-hmm. from for myself personally when I've been scheduling out content. Sometimes I'll go in waves and I'll get a ton of content. I'll be really excited and sharing it out a lot. And then there's gonna be a week or two where maybe you're just in a rut or I'm not yeah. going anywhere exciting. Like oh I'm my gosh, home, I'm like cooking. <laughs> I so relate to that. <laughs> so like there's not really anything for me to share. But I think it's just a consistency, and that's what I've just like 
-hmm. if you're going to be consistent posts, like say you say, I can only do three videos a week. Stay consistent with that. Do that. Do 50 videos in one week and then go to people for two weeks later. Like you just need to be consistent. What works for you? Exactly. I love telling, I love talking about that because a lot of times you'll hear you have to post five times a day. And I totally agree with your saying is that what works for you? Like you work a full-time job as well. It's probably not realistic for you to be posting 25 times a day, but look, you're still successful. You're consistent. There's the passion of course, that we've been talking about. It's what got you started. It will yeah. keep, it's what keeps you going, the digital storytelling, but you still have those ruts, even in these things that we're super passionate about. So what is something that you'd say helps you through those ruts? Aside from consistent, like what keeps you consistent and, and keeps you going towards that passion and not, you know, allowing yourself to get distracted and think, oh, I'm just bored of this now. Honestly, my friends have been a huge impact with that. Just in the fact that whether it's a restaurant or like just like fun things to do, Meeting new people and like, obviously I'll have my certain group of friends that will be like, sure, I'll go to a restaurant with you, but just expanding and meeting other people, even like meeting other creators has been super helpful for me. Sometimes I get in the rut. I'm like, like, I don't really want my face in this video or I don't know what to do with this. But if you can find someone else that's another creator or find like a larger group of friends and go places, I think it's really fun that I go with a group of people and capture that because then you get... Mm -hmm all these people interactions and like you can see different food or my favorite was again just doing that like floating on the river that was just an impromptu my yeah. friend's boyfriend the impromptu was, like, ones are always the best <laughs> and it did so well and it was such a cool way to support a local business like we just floated for two hours and it became just like a fun video so I think honestly just finding people that like also inspire you inspire and you. introduce yes. you to new experiences that's the way to do it yeah, I I totally believe in the phrase that you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with the most. Yeah. It's it's just facts. It's just facts. That's so true because I I think it's easier easy as a creator. I don't know if it's just me, but to kind of box yourself in and feel like you're alone if you're not surrounding yourself with other creative people, other entrepreneurs, other people that are doing similar stuff to you because like you said, that's what's going to keep you consistent. Yeah. Um And so a lot, did you ever have a phase? Cause I, something else I like to talk about in here is, uh, explore, exploring your interests. Like if maybe you don't know, did you ever have a phase where you weren't sure, or you were just trying to figure out what your thing was? I, so because I had had the Instagram before going, well, no, I actually, yeah, I tested around because at first my TikTok was my personal handle before too crazy. And with that, I did a mix of stuff where I really was trying to do again those like takeout restaurants, and then I was doing just like hikes around Northeast Ohio because yeah, like, I love doing that, but I didn't know how I could ever really tie that into Crave Clee. And then right. slowly, like again, I'd see some do really well. And as I've just been testing like different things, like I've done even trips places I've gone to. I just posted a video on like Charleston, South Carolina. I went with a couple of friends, yeah, and, and I'm, fun. this isn't Cleveland content or Northeast Ohio <laughs> content, but you know what? it might help someone. And you know what, I've seen it do well for like certain places I've gone to, because when I wanted to go to Charleston, I was looking up on TikTok things Mm -hmm. to do with Charleston. And I was watching these videos of you should go to this place and this place. So if I can make that impact for other people from what I learned on my trip, why not? 
Right. Exactly. It's, it's all about, it's what you keep doing, not necessarily what you do. You go and you're like, well, oh, what if I post this and it's not in alignment with my brand? Who cares? You have people who are supporting you now. You tried the video and you, it worked out or you, or it oh. didn't work out. Worst case scenario, no one sees it. Right. Sure. And if anything, they learn your personality a little bit more too. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are good points to show we're human and we have layers and even though you have a niche that most people know you for, because you keep posting, you keep doing Crave Clee, you can also branch off and do these other things and try these other things to stay creative and, yeah. you know, to figure out if this is still the right path for you. So you did go through this journey where you, you explored at first and you were almost throwing spaghetti at the wall per se. Yeah. Um, bringing it back to today, how many... First, how many total years have you you've been doing this? I started out with Instagram in 2018 and then 18. started TikTok in 2020. So it's been mm -hmm. a few years now of Instagram, but TikTok's really made the account grow in the last two years. Yeah, I think it, TikTok's been huge for so many people. So how do you, like, what would you say your vision for Crave Clee is going forward? We talked a lot about leading up to it how you stay consistent, where do you see it going next? Yeah, I think moving forward, I still, of course, want to support those small businesses. Um, I think there are going to be opportunities for some like bigger brand collaborations. And mm -hmm. we just did one not too long ago that was like Visit Pittsburgh. And that was mm -hmm. really fun because yeah. so I think how I'd love it to expand would be, again, have the primary focus be Northeast Ohio, but also share travel things where maybe I'm not in Northeast Ohio. I'm going maybe to you're a travel account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? I mean that would that be the dream, right? If you could travel yeah. right. share that. If I can give people road trip recommendations or just like mm -hmm. different things to do and keep people entertained. I think that's the goal again. Wherever I can, my focus can be on the small businesses. I know that I'm not yes. gonna be able to hit every small business, but as much as I can get them exposure, they've had so much going on with the pandemic and short staff. Like if I can get them a little bit of marketing awareness and get people mm -hmm. in to buy um, whatever their product or services, that's the goal. That's awesome. Yeah. You start a movement and you grow with it. I love yep. that. We talked future. Now we're going to talk past. Yeah. If you could go back in time to before you started Crave Clee, what would you tell your past self? The reason I even started the Instagram account was it was way to push myself to try new things. I think I'm glad that I did it. And I've learned so much in the time that I've even been here in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I had always had a passion for photography. So that was a fun way to use that creative outlet and try yeah. something new. If you would have asked me even just a couple of years ago, would I have ever thought I'd be making videos? And like, probably not. Like I've right. watched so many YouTube videos, but I never thought that I'd be the one to like string it together. And yeah, you never know where it can it. bring you. So Stepping out of your comfort like, zone. Yeah. Exactly. You never yeah. know where Step it can take you. Zone, try new things, like op be open to new opportunities because you never know. Right now it's video, but who, like, what's it going to be next? next? What's it gonna be the metaverse, years, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fifth dimension, like, yep. I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Your story is super inspiring to anybody that, you know, might be thinking they want to start something. So anybody listening, um, take that to heart. Taking Nikki's advice is really good advice. And I think her story unfolding is very telling and it's very possible for anybody who wants to go after something they might be passionate, or 
passionate about or something they might be wanting to start doing or to try. So the last question I have for you, Nikki, is if you could leave our, I call everybody our podcast beans, if you could leave our podcast beans with any piece of advice as it relates to going after your passion project in life or in general, what would that be? Honestly, I'd say test and learn. That can be through life, through mm-hmm. content, through anything. Yes. Being open to new opportunities. You know what? It can be scary. You're not going to always be confident going to a situation that you've never done before. No. Sharing it out to the public, to the metaverse, mm-hmm. to wherever. Yeah. Um, so honestly, just try it out and try different things. Certain things are going to fail and in life you're going to fail, but it's getting back up and getting stronger and trying new things that will help you figure out your path. Exactly. It's only failure if you stop. And it's funny because yes, I'm actually, I've been very nervous this whole time because it's my first time interviewing someone on a podcast. So just do it, you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on Nikki. Where can people find you? Because I know your story was very inspirational. If anyone wants to check out your page coming to Cleveland, where are they going to find you? Yeah. So TikTok and Instagram. I also have Facebook. Getting better about that one. Yes. Facebook Reels. Woo! Um, but it's same handle, just at Crave Clee. At Crave Clee, yes. And all those will be linked in the comments. So thank you, Nikki, so much for being the first guest on The Passion Project. Pals, thank you for listening in this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want more guests, if you have any guest recommendations, let us know. You know where to send the emails to, Hallie's Passion Project at gmail.com. Again, everything's linked in the show notes. Nikki, thank you again. Thank you. And peace out, pals.